Welcome to the Why on Earth Community Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron William Perry, and today we are visiting with Sydney Steinberg and her son, Harrison. Hey, guys. Hey, Aaron. How are you? Great. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Let me uh, share with folks that we're talking today about Colorado Rooted, a 501c3 charity that is seeking to plant 1 million trees in the state of Colorado. We'll talk a lot more about what Colorado Rooted is up to and what you guys are doing. And let me give folks a little background. Uh, Sydney, uh, you are a mom to three incredible children and brand consultant helping entrepreneurs build, create, and grow key concepts to strengthen brand awareness. Sydney was hired by Kelly Foster, the founder of Colorado Rooted, when it was just an idea on a napkin. Uh, and she quickly found her passion centered around healing the planet through positive actions and sustainable choices. Sydney believes every day we have opportunities to make small decisions that can help protect our planet and strives to use Colorado Rooted as a model to be used for generations to come. Speaking of generations to come, Harrison, her son, is a junior at Denver School of the Arts, and he's actually the mastermind behind the Garden in a Box idea that we'll be discussing and is instrumental to bringing youth into the Colorado Rooted program. Harrison's into mountain biking and loves being in the mountains, which is very similar to my son, Hunter, who's the same age, actually, it turns out. And uh, Sydney and Harrison, I'm, I'm so glad we could connect and have this conversation here today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Aaron. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Absolutely. So why don't you guys fill us in here? What's Colorado Rooted doing and uh, what, what are you guys up to? It's so exciting. Yeah, well, Colorado Rooted um, started with a mission that was pretty simple. Uh, Kelly Foster, who is a veteran to the green industry for um, 30 years, he wanted to bring trees to families in Colorado. Um, beyond just sustainability, he wanted to make sure that every family in Colorado had the opportunity to plant a tree. Um, and so his his outreach became how do I plant a million trees in Colorado? How do I how do I accomplish this goal? And really the the strength of Colorado Rooted is it's built on everyone in Colorado. We're taking this to be able to take it to schools, to families, to communities to be able to plant one tree. So if every family in Colorado plants one tree in their backyard, we easily accomplish our goal. So that's really kind of yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's kind of how it started. Um, that's that's where the vision started. You know, I, I'm so excited. We're going to be sharing some very special um, opportunities for folks right in the Metro Denver Front Range of Colorado. And for our listeners who are farther away, you guys are also preparing a blueprint that can be adopted in other communities really all around the country, all around the world. And so I'm, I'm really excited that not only are you on the ground making it happen right here in this amazing state, you're also developing tools and resources that can be used by a lot of other communities. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fundamental. I mean, Colorado Rooted is not a for-profit um, business in any way. It is, Kelly's vision um, is that Colorado Rooted belong to the people that the people basically, you know, built Colorado Rooted so that it's it's helpful and builds the, the urban canopy in Colorado Rooted, but it's really belongs to everyone. So, um, yeah, so that's basically, you know, the, the blueprint is that we want to be able to take this concept and give this to anybody that wants to create this so that they could plant a million trees in their community as well, too. That's so great. So Harrison, um, let's, uh, let's hear from you. What, what is it about this project that has your uh, attention and excitement and, and how are your peers responding to this? 
Well, um, after being surrounded by Colorado Rooted for the past couple of months now, um, I had, and being in quarantine, we had noticed that it was really hard to start our garden, which is something that we do annually. So, and we realized that it was uh, a difficulty that a lot of people in Colorado and Denver specifically were having was like sourcing their plants and stuff. So I decided that it'd be great to use our resources, um, being partnered with Kelly and all of that experience to create a system where um, people, families, um, with kids and specifically, specific, um, have access to these uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff that they can plant in their gardens. And it's a lot easier than if you were to go source it yourself, especially during quarantine, because it's difficult yeah. to do stuff like that. So that's kind of where this idea started. That's right. That's great. And what um, sorts of vegetables and fruits are you guys focused on? Well, so we have like three levels right now. So we have like the garden in a box, which is the, like the flagship one, I guess you would say. So that has all sorts of vegetables from lettuce and tomatoes and other stuff like that. And then there's the salsa garden and that consists of uh, peppers and tomatillos, I believe and other stuff to make salsas. And then there's also the herb box, which is just like basil and oregano and other stuff like that. Oh, I love it. This is so great. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, and, and all, all of them are delivered directly to your home. So it just makes it easy, easy to get. Right, super easy. And where are you guys sourcing the, the seeds and the materials you're, you're putting together for folks? Everything is coming from local sources in Colorado. So we've partnered with several different nurseries to be able to provide um, the veggies this year. And then we've also teamed with a, um, plant, a tree grower who is um, providing uh, fruit trees that can be planted as well too. So we yeah. have apple and cherry and pear and um, plum trees that are all available in, you know, seven to 15 gallon containers um, that can be delivered. And they also come with a raspberry bush and a, and a blueberry bush, I believe. Um, just kind of depends on what's available, but right now that's what we have. So, um, but the, the orchard in the box is great because that works towards accomplishing our goal of planting a million trees in Colorado. But we, we definitely try to keep um, our, the price is as low as possible um, yeah. to be able to provide because you know planting a tree has so much more value or planting a garden has so much more value than you know what you, what you first think yeah absolutely you know it reminds me there's this uh, i've heard it described as a as a chinese proverb that says um, the question is when's the best time to plant a tree and the answer is 20 years ago and then the exactly. question is, when's the next best time? And the answer is right now. And right. Um, tree planting is, is such a, it's a really a gift of generosity to the future, right? Because many of these trees take a number of years to mature. And uh, in, in, a, in a way, planting trees is, is one of the biggest gifts we can give to the future. Um, not only is it great for, for future generations of humans, but obviously it's also creating more diverse habitat uh, for all kinds of other creatures in the ecosystems where we're living. And, you know, one of the things we're focused on at the Why on Earth community is how can we, in our urban and suburban environments in particular, use strategies of food forests, of permaculture, uh, to create much more robust micro ecosystems effectively that yes, are going to provide us some very healthy fruits, vegetables, and culinary and medicinal herbs, but are also going to really boost the ecological vitality in our uh, home, basically, our home environment, our neighborhood. And I love what you guys are doing because it, it really makes this a, an easy process for lots of different families to take that step to, to start to create these food forests. And by golly, as more and more of us are doing this, we can probably in five, 10 years, uh, create an incredible abundance and, and an amazingly healthy and, and vibrant living environment in our communities, right? I, I imagine it's really exciting to share that vision with folks. 
Yeah, and I mean, a tree has so much value, as you were saying, and, um, you know, like going back to what you said about planting a tree 20 years ago, when Kelly started Colorado Rooted, he he want he envisioned and he what he ultimately wants is that that tree represents a strong family and a strong family unit. Um, you know there are so many climate environmental benefits, which I'm not downplaying playing at all. But a tree can be so much more. It can be a place of daydreaming. You can read a book under a tree. You can swing in the shade with a tree. And you hear those stories about families that plant the tree. They Maybe they move away from their home, but they go back and that tree still stands and it's strong and it's tall. And it brings back all of these memories from that family unit. And, and that really is kind of the source of, of strength for, for many families is gathering in the backyard, playing baseball, um, barbecues, sitting outside in the shade, having that. So a tree is really worth so much more than we really give it value to. And I think Kelly's vision for Colorado Rooted is, is seated deeply in the family and the family system of having access to these trees to be able to provide that same sort of memories and strength for that as well. Yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. I'll mention too that one of the things we're excited to uh, explore partnering further with the wide earth community as you guys are rolling out the the template and resources for folks to use in other communities on our uh, global resources map which you can find on whyonearth.org we're already starting to map locations of ambassadors of projects and in some cases of nurseries where uh, trees can be found and so forth in other communities and so we're excited to collaborate to help you guys bring this uh, to the broader world and, and to help weave together a lot of these relationships. Because clearly with this sort of model, that connection to nurseries is, is really important. And making sure that we're selecting varieties, uh, species that are climate appropriate for our given regions and so on. And I imagine with, with Kelly's background, um, particularly as an arborist, he, he's got an amazing wealth of knowledge that can really help lots of families. He does, and actually we work with several um, experts in Colorado that really guide us and help us and really looking to see what is going to be the best for um, different communities. We worked with, uh, we're working with a school, COVID kind of put a little uh, a damper <laughs> on our plans, but we were working with a school in, in Brighton who did a big fundraising project at the beginning of the year. Um, and they wanted to be able to provide bees and trees to the students. That was kind of the theme of their, of their project. And so um, we were planned to deliver each one of those students a tree for them to plant. So we worked closely with Brighton to see which, which um, trees they would prefer to have in that community. Um, you know, which ones they support the most. And so those are, that's how we pick that. But it all comes from working with experts to, to you know, not plant a, a palm tree in Colorado, which obviously won't grow, <laughs> but to be able to plant something that is going to grow and, and, and be successful in, in our dry climate or any climate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this, this whole connection with schools is so powerful. And, and you were sharing with me, Sydney, that, um, you guys are also thinking about strategies for schools to do fundraising, right? A lot of schools, a lot of PTAs are, are doing fundraisers at different points in the year. And this, this presents a whole new opportunity that is not only a great way for schools to raise much needed funds, but is, you know, it's not like selling candy or something. This is bringing a lot more benefit to the communities where those uh, schools are located. Yeah, it, it definitely has um, so, so many strengths in what we're doing by being able to provide a tree to each family based on, on something that the school has done. So um, back to my example, the school that we were working with, they were able to raise all of this. Um, I think they did a penny drive initially and they raised, you know, several thousand dollars and then, you know, they could have definitely bought every kid a t-shirt or they could have, you know, had a ice cream party, but um, they, they really wanted to do something environmentally sound. So um, working with us, each child was gonna carry home a tree that they could plant. And there's so much value in a kid 
or a child planting a tree to see that grow. There's actually studies that, that prove that planting trees or gardens or, or caring for something actually reduces stress, um, you know, improves cardiovascular health, um, longevity, everything. There are just numerous aspects of, of taking care of a garden or a tree that really go far. So being able to give that to a child is, is definitely really beneficial because a lot of, a lot of children don't know, don't experience having a garden, don't experience what it means to plant and care for a tree. So being able to take that really can enrich their lives in many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, in, um, in the book, Why on Earth, uh, I talked about how there's a lot of research showing that literally just looking at living trees for five to 10 minutes measurably reduces stress hormones in the bloodstream and engaging with plants, engaging with soil physically, we know also boosts our immune systems, right? And right now in this time of COVID, obviously that's a whole nother realm that's really important to be talking about is boosting our immunity, boosting our health uh, and well-being and, and connecting in the garden, connecting with the soil, uh, connecting with the trees is, is key in all of that. And, and of course, as parents, uh, we also see there's research showing that spending time with trees and uh, with the soil improves cognitive performance, right? And we think about how many parents and families are are trying to, you know, come up with different ways for, for students to have a more positive experience in school and uh, with learning and all of that. And, and it turns out that uh, getting that time with the trees, with the soil is actually a really effective uh, way to boost that aspect of our lives as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, Harrison, I'm, I'm thinking about how much you love getting in the mountains and mountain biking and uh, all that. And, I'm I'm curious, what's it like for you when you're when you're out in the woods and you know maybe take a, a break for some water or something and you're surrounded by trees? What what's that like? Um, well, yeah, that's always been really important and it's always one of my favorite parts of being outside in the mountains and um, definitely on rides that I do a lot. I have specific parts of the ride that I like to stop at for water that I know I like to look at what's around me and I think that's really cool and important and but yeah just like that's one of the most rewarding parts about being in the mountains for me is getting to kind of stop what you're doing and take in what's around you yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah my son is uh, as I mentioned your age and he also loves getting out in the mountains and it's 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 a way we get to uh, I think nourish ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our our spirits, and uh, it's a gift. And to be able to bring more of that kind of forest canopy into our urban and suburban environments is is just a huge opportunity. That you know, it, it strikes me that some of our friends in the science community and even sci-fi community are talking about like terraforming Mars or whatever. And really, in a way, we, we have this enormous need and opportunity right in front of us to terraform parts of Earth. And uh, trees and, and gardens are, are key in that. That really is a, the, the foundation of creating a much more sustainable and, and healthy future, right? Oh, it's so important. And I, I do, I agree with you. Just using what we have and the resources that we have to be able to, you know, improve our situation and improve our environment is key rather than looking outward to a different solution i think is is fundamental to um kind of you know the human experience always looking outward instead of inward um you know it's a it's an important concept to to take in and i think as you know a nonprofit organization we really see the opportunity for educating people, stopping, slowing down. Yeah. What can you do in your own backyard? What can you do in your home to create a more sustainable, environmentally friendly environment? Um, you know, what can you stop using? Um, what, what are those things instead of looking at it in this very large aspect, um, which, you know, it starts at home, <laughs> definitely starts at home. That's another really important thing I think about the garden in the box is that it gets youth engaged with the environment and also with Colorado rooted and planting trees is it gets these youth and like families engaged with their environment in ways that they ordinarily would not be. 
And um, this action, I think, is going to have uh, not only the the immediate benefit of planting the trees and watching that grow, but also forming these new thing, new ideas in these kids' minds that's going to make them more environmentally conscious as they grow up and for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's such a, a critical point, right? And I think that the educational systems have really been struggling with this uh, fact that, you know, books and classrooms and chalkboards, you know, are obviously really important resources, but they can't convey all that there is to convey in the human experience and connecting with living plants, connecting with the soil, with the gardens is providing an enormous rich educational experience that in many ways just can't be accessed through something like a book. And one could say that one of the biggest uh, weaknesses of modern society is that so many of us are living really quite disconnected from the natural living biosphere and things like where our food comes from and so on. And these little gestures of planting trees and gardens in our, in our neighborhoods provide such an enormous solution to that problem. And as you guys are out there and others are out there engaging more and more thousands and millions of families, that's a way to really transform our culture. Uh, in such a positive manner. And I'm just, I'm so excited about what you guys are doing and really excited to share that folks can go to coloradorooted.com. If you're in the Metro Denver Boulder Front Range region of Colorado, you can order the trees, the garden in a box, salsa garden herb box, um, orchard in a box. And uh, you can also order the shirts and hats wherever you're located. Um, and Harrison and Sydney are actually wearing yeah. the shirt and the hat, uh, respectively in reverse order, I guess. <laughs> and then again, for, for our, our friends and why on earth community colleagues, uh, all around the country and worldwide, uh, check out coloradorooted.com to get information and to access the blueprints and tools you can use to create something similar in your community. Um, you know, again, as Sydney said, some of those resources will be coming out a bit later in the year, but a great way to engage. You can also find Colorado Rooted on Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com uh, Colorado Rooted. So um, really, really great to have those resources right at our fingertips right now. And uh, while I'm at it, let me just give a huge shout out to all of the folks supporting the Why on Earth Community podcast. And this includes a bunch of people who have joined our monthly giving program. Uh, if you haven't yet joined and you'd like to, you can go to whyonearth.org support and join at any level. Uh, additionally, uh, we want to give a special shout out and thanks to the Lidge Family Foundation, Earth Coast Productions, Patagonia, Purium, Earthwater Press, and Waylay Waters. And uh, Waylay Waters, as some of you know, uh, has a very special uh, monthly program for those who want to give at certain levels to Why on Earth. Uh, you'll receive monthly shipments of these beautiful handmade uh, hemp aromatherapy infused soaking salts. And you can go to whyonearth.org slash waylay-waters for that. Um, want to also mention that uh, Sydney and the team at Colorado Rooted are... Uh, setting forth a very special code that can be used, why on earth, so that when you purchase any of the kits, 10% uh, of that purchase will be donated uh, to the why on earth community to help us further spread this kind of information throughout Colorado, throughout the United States and worldwide. And uh, Sydney, thanks to you and the team for that. It's, it's just a wonderful win-win. Um, generous gesture you guys are making there and I'm, I'm so thrilled I, I hope that as this is going forward you're also going to be encouraging families to take photos and videos so that there's also this sense of us sharing the stories of, of what's happening and I'm curious uh, have you guys begun playing with that at all is that something you're you're seeing some uh, excitement around 
Yeah, as we initially launched in December with our first tree um, initiative, which was a beautiful Colorado blue spruce, it was actually a um, miniature version of the traditional <laughs> huge blue spruce for families. But as that was our first tree that we offered to Colorado families, and we had great success with that. It started in, in December. So I imagine those families are just now getting ready to plant those trees. Um, but uh, one thing that we've asked families to do is to send us uh, photos of their trees and their families with their trees. We, we call it respectively tree stories um, so that families can can share that and also become part of the Colorado Rooted family. Um, any purchase of, call, of a of product from Colorado Rooted or initiative to plant a tree really is the foundation. And so we see anybody that is taking that initiative as a family member in Colorado rooted and really a supporter. So we do encourage families to bring us their stories and tell us a story about, you know, the, the beautiful trees in their yard or the beautiful trees that they, they have um, in their community that way as well too. This is so exciting. And I, I have to, uh, I have to share full disclosure that Sydney, you and I have known each other, I think since like middle school or thereabouts. A very long, long time. <laughs> Been a while. A long time. And, yes. <laughs> no, it's 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 such a joy to see so many of our friends and peers with their children, with their families, engaging in this kind of activity. And I, I, I you know, Denver, Colorado is near and dear to many of our hearts, and and to see our our culture in this area responding more and more to the sustainability, the regeneration and the stewardship call is is just beautiful. And I, I'm so excited to know you're out there reaching so many more families and, and helping this to take hold in neighborhoods really all over. And, uh, and I'm curious, have you had any of our old, our old pals uh, reach out and engage in any of this yet? Oh, I think there has been a few, you know, Colorado's a, and, and definitely the high school that we went to and, and areas we went to, um, they're, they're large, but it's a small community, you know, yeah. so you, you don't go far from your community without, um, you know, running into a few of those old, old friends and then also supporting you. So um, I'd have to look back. I can't recall right now, but I do know that there's been a lot of interest by um, a lot of our old friends. Yeah. that way and you know luckily we grew up in a time um where you know becoming environmental friendly was environmentally friendly and sustainable was just emerging i mean you know in in the early 90s that that was kind of the buzz and the talk and getting rid of the aerosol hairspray and, and you know um you know we kind of went through it we all probably drove suvs at some point and traded them in for a little little better car, a little better gas mileage, but that did, you know, I think those all, all those influences have had a remarkable impact on all of us. Um, and so a lot of people that have reached out to me share similar views, um, you know, gardening, um, you know, several people that we, that we used to go to school with, I know have huge gardens, chickens and, you know, goats, <laughs> you name it. So I do, I, I think that uh, as, it, as it grows, there'll be more and more interest though from, from those uh, communities that we, we grew up with. Yeah, absolutely. And to me, this is one of the things that's so exciting about the power of social media in particular is that, you know, we're going to be sharing this podcast episode with as many folks as we can. And, uh, that the, I think it helps us as humans, we're such social creatures, uh, to see that our, our friends and our peers are, are taking on some of these new activities and behaviors saying, hey, that's actually a really good idea. I'll do the same thing. And yeah. that's a gift I want to give to my kids as well. And uh, that to me is sort of the positive aspect of how peer pressure can, can work in a really good way in the world. And it's not even pressure, right? It's just kind of, I guess, pure inspiration or something. Um, and I, I think it's such a, an important way for us to lead, you know, humbly in our neighborhoods and communities in a way that is creating a better future for our, for our kids. And, uh, you know, it's so beautiful. Here you are with your son and uh, you guys are collaborating on this project. And Harrison, you're providing new ideas. And, and I'm, I'm wondering, Harrison, for, for you and for your 
peers, how are folks responding to what's going on in, in the environmental realm, what's going on with climate change and some of these pretty significant risks that we're facing? Is it something you see your, your age group responding to? Well, amongst my peers, um, specifically in Colorado, there's a definite, especially in Colorado, there's a big um, kind of influence um, by the people that live with us and by our environment to be more environmentally conscious. So amongst my friends and specifically, we've definitely taken initiative to be more environmentally responsible. So um, one of my friends started the uh, sustainability club uh, at my school. So that was a thing that we did over the last two years where we volunteered in planting trees around parks in Denver. And then also we uh, volunteered with environmentally sustainable companies like one one, for example, was called Raft, where they support teachers um, and their resources for their schools, but all of the resources are made out of recycled, recycled goods. Um, so, for example, they would have like science projects and stuff. They're all made out of recycled goods. And but yeah, so we've been taking I feel like my generation has really taken a step forward in being environmentally conscious. Yeah. That's so great to hear. And I, I see that with my kids as well. Let me ask this. I'm, I'm kind of curious. What, how is it for you dealing with this whole COVID situation, right? I know that um, it's really impacting students in a kind of unique way that some of us, you know, parents maybe aren't uh, experiencing directly, although we're seeing it with our kids. Um, what's that been like for you? Well, as far as like education goes, um, Definitely, like, it's been difficult adapting to the new medium of, like, learning over the computer and not being there in person. And then, like, outside of the classroom, as far as, like, being my age, it's definitely hard to be away from my friends and not be able to hang out with them. And then also having limitations on being outside and going to the mountains, for example, has been difficult. Um, just because that's such a big part of my life and yeah, those have been like the main challenges. Yeah. 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 I, I imagine it's really interesting to attempt to do all of our learning through, uh, technology and clearly technology has some amazing attributes and can be used for a lot of really, uh, beneficial things, but it's no substitute for real person to person interaction, just like looking at a digital image of a tree is is no substitute for interacting directly with a real living tree and i think in 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 these times that's probably one of the lessons that that each of us is learning even more obviously in in our own particular way and i just you know big shout out to you for your your fortitude and your ability to remain positive and engaged in this kind of work even while you're going through such a challenging experience. That's, that speaks volumes. Thank you. I think, giving, I think giving kids the power to do something positive during a circumstance that might not be you know, favorable like COVID, which is creating a lot of different parameters in our life. I think just giving you know, our, our youth the ability to do something that is, um, important in, in, in helping them to fulfill that is so key to, you know, getting through COVID, but getting it through other challenges in life as well, too. Yeah, absolutely, Sydney. Well, and, and what you're sharing with the world is such a beautiful and perfect, relatively simple and straightforward way to do this. And I'm, I'm so excited that we can help spread the word on this here in Colorado and, and well beyond Colorado. And I'm really happy to hear that you guys are creating tools and resources that other communities can utilize as well. I mean, that's just tremendous. And kudos to you for your, your leadership. And I know as a, as a mom, uh, that by itself is an extraordinary and incredibly important role that you're playing. And to, to weave this in uh, to your mothering, I think is, is just beautiful. Oh yeah. It's been, it's,
it's been so fun. It's been fun to work with Harrison and, you know, he's got some great ideas and it brings a lot of energy to me and, um, you know, gives me a lot of inspiration, um, even beyond, you know, doing something that I love, but being able to see my child really, you know, take the lead and, and, you know, develop his own entrepreneurial spirit and ideas and concepts, um, looking at how he can improve the the world or the environment or the environment that he lives in is is been you know so fun as a parent makes you makes you feel pretty good that you've done something okay absolutely absolutely yeah. well let's let's talk a little too about this family hike concept right because this was pretty central to the initial launch before covid hit and i i think gives us something to look forward to in the in the future um can you, can you walk us through that, Sydney? What, what's that all about and, and how can families engage down the road? Well, one, one big area that needs a, a lot of attention with trees is in the high country where we've maybe lost trees to pine beetles or um, to wildfires or just even, you know, from <clears throat> natural age in the trees and, and in the area. So we've been working um, with some of the local forestry departments to help reforest those areas um, by planting seedlings. And the whole concept is to get outside and take your family and go on a hike, a short little hike and plant your tree um, somewhere along um, that area that needs reforestation. And we, we had planned that to happen this spring, <laughs> but uh, again, COVID kind of put a little a little uh, halt in our plans and so we're hoping that as soon as we can uh, convene in groups again that, that we'll be able to to do that as well um, but that is kind of central to the theme is just getting families out getting families to experience nature getting them to take care of nature to plant a tree so it is a big it is a big um, initiative that we have and hopefully next year um, we'll be able to do that family hike in spring yeah, absolutely. That'll be fun. Well, that's certainly something we can uh, help uh, promote through Why on Earth as well in terms of uh, oh, be great. getting more folks from this region together. I love, I love that idea. Um, oh, this is, this is so exciting. So I want to make sure uh, that we're providing all the information you want to provide on this right now. ColoradoRooted.com. Um, can you just walk through again all the different options that you guys have available there right now? Yeah, definitely. So if you visit the coloradorooted.com website, you will find options to either purchase a tree. Um, you can also make a donation of any amount um, so that that will go towards funding for um, other people to plant trees. We try to source those trees out to families that we know that will be able to plant them and enjoy them, but maybe not afford them at the time. Um, we try to, like I said, we try to keep those tree prices pretty reasonable. Um, the, the tree that we have on there right now is a, <clears throat> is a, we do have a blue spruce um, on there. It's under, it's $25 for you that comes direct to your door. We also have an orchard in a box, which is going to be a bigger tree. Um, it's going to be a seven to 15 gallon tree. Um, but for $115, you get a, a beautiful tree that you're able to plant and also a raspberry and um, blueberry bush that you'll that comes with that. And those are all delivered right to your door. Um, and then lastly, and this is Harrison's, you know, key concept is bringing the garden in the box. And those garden in the boxes are available. Um, we have several different options. We have an herb box. We have a uh, garden in the box, which is going to be, you know, your, your variety of different vegetables. And then we also have um, this also in the box, like Harrison mentioned. So if you just want to have a small garden, both the herb herb garden and the salsa garden are going to be ideal for a little smaller areas but you know we're having orders come in where people are ordering two and three of each for a very large garden so it really can accommodate any size garden um, you know we are limited by what is available in the nurseries but we do try to keep it interesting we keep it fun um, you know it's definitely going to be vegetables that you will use um, as we get a little bit warmer you know, it, it does become a little harder to get salad or lettuce and, and, and whatnot, but we do try our best to keep those varieties pretty interesting. That's so great. It really is a wonderful uh, 
array of options. And uh, so just so for those of us who are here in the front range area, what is the um, geographic extent of where you can do these home deliveries right now? Um, for, for the garden in the boxes, we can pretty much go anywhere in the metro area and beyond. So we, we are taking orders out in Fort Collins, Brighton, um, also in, um, you know, some in Colorado Springs and, you know, we're able to get them to you in a, in about a day after they ship. Um, and we do keep them pretty, pretty fresh. In fact, we're expecting a, a big delivery right now <laughs> that will all go out in the next day. So, um, those, those vegetables, um, you know, generally can go anywhere in the Colorado area. Um, as far as the fruit trees, those we do limit. Um, we have about 115 radius around the metro area that we'll deliver to. Um, but, you know, it, if we do have enough orders in the high country or enough interest, we would definitely make a trip out there um, and take care of that as well, too, or maybe do a pickup. But um, right now, it's, it's more focused in the metro area and surrounding areas. But, um, you know, in the future, I do see us expanding to the, the whole Colorado region. That's so great. I'm curious, are you seeing any other similar models emerging in other uh, states or uh, urban centers? You know, I haven't seen anything as, as similar as ours um, where we bring them directly to the homes, but I do know that the botanical gardens do big plant sale yeah. every year. Um, and I know that, uh, I believe it's Denver Water maybe has partnered with somebody that does a, a similar concept, um, but you, it is definitely on a larger scale. Yeah. Um, that, they're, that they're delivering a huge garden to, you know, to people. Um, but there are some out there, you know, definitely the Botanical Gardens does an amazing job with their plant sale every year. Um, but this is a little bit more personal, direct to your home. Um, and again, we are 100% you know, not for profit, um, you know, definitely just working to increase, you know, knowledge about Colorado Rooted and, and help families to plant a garden. That's so wonderful. Well, uh, let me just remind folks, Colorado Rooted is a 501c3 charity endeavoring to plant a million trees in the state of Colorado. And uh, it's an organization built with families, schools, individuals, who are uh, planting trees and adopting trees and making donations to help get trees to others. Um, and I wanna just uh, thank you guys both for being on the podcast and for doing this amazing work that you're doing. And before we sign off, I uh, wanna make sure each of you has an opportunity to say anything else you might want to share with our Why on Earth community audience. Well, we're just so happy to be here and be able to make these connections. Um, so much of our work is just finding, you have to excuse the dog, <laughs> trying to get in the door if you hear that scratching, but so much of our work is just beyond working, um, you know, with the concept, but also connecting and connecting with communities and building relationships. So we're just so happy to be able to, to have that opportunity to connect with the Why on Earth community. And we're also encouraging families to take that leap forward to start a garden, maybe if they haven't had one in the past, but to take that initiative. And we really think that it's going to be a great thing for them to do for their, themselves and for their families. And it's just, yeah, we encourage it. That's wonderful. Well, Harrison, uh, thank you for joining us. And Sydney, thank you. And thanks for all the great work you guys are doing. Well, thanks, Aaron. Thanks again for having us. Absolutely. Take care. We'll see you out there planting trees. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. The Why on Earth Community Stewardship and Sustainability podcast series is hosted by Aaron William Perry, author, thought leader, and executive consultant. The podcast and video recordings are made possible by the generous support of people like you. To sign up as a daily, weekly, or monthly supporter, please visit whyonearth.org backslash support. Support packages start at just $1 per month. The podcast series is also sponsored by several corporate and organization sponsors. You can get discounts on their products and services using the code whyonearth, all one word with a Y. 
These sponsors are listed on the whyonearth.org backslash support page. If you found this particular podcast episode especially insightful, informative, or inspiring, please pass it on and share it with a friend whom you think will also enjoy it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. And thank you for being a part of the Why on Earth community.